Hello and welcome. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. To our show. Boop, 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 This is the third time we've tried to do no <laughs> Uh, this is We Like Stuff, <laughs> and so should you, uh, a show where we talk about the namesake, the, yep. Should I just do a background score? A no, we'll... Oh yeah, I forgot we had music. Yeah. What about if I just did it? If you want. Keep talking. Uh, my name is Brenny. Uh, this is Melissa, because I don't think she's going to talk ever again, apparently. Um, oh yeah, we are broadcasting through the, through the facilities of Trent Radio, because uh, we are producing this at home. Uh, hello. hello. Uh, do you have any little likes? Mm, little likes, you say. Mm. I definitely have many of those prepared and ready to go. Don't we all? Are you ready for one of those little likes? I can go first if you'd like. Well, it's coming at you. All right. Are you ready to catch it? Here we go. I'll uh, catch oh, your mitt. You got your mitt out? Ready to go. Oop, here it comes. Uh, my mouth's open. Oh, is it? Doesn't look like it's open. Open it, open it more. Here it comes. Boop. Oh, and you caught it. Yep, it went straight down my throat. And that's why you heard teeth. Because yeah. I didn't even bite it. Great. And that little like is... Oh, boy. Woo! I really like ordering wings, because whenever we order wings, we get it from this place that's called Wing House that I think is attached to... Sh- it's okay. It's like decent wings. No, it has the variety. It's not the it's best got, wings. It's got variety and it's pretty I soft. thought it was attached to like a weird place. I don't know. Could be. I don't know either. Anyway, we get it sometimes and uh, ordering wings is great when you're just in a mood. Yeah. Wings are great when you're in a mood. When you're in a mood. This is what happens when Melissa has been stressed the entire day, and we need to record <laughs> the something. The entire happy. week, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> but this is to make us happy, because we're talking about things we love. And I can't talk about you all day. Now, can- I mean, I can. You could, and that would be pretty nice. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Um, I guess my little like of the day. Oh, you got it. Yeah. I thought you just gave up. I thought you were picking back. Go. Tell me. I didn't give up. Why did I give up? Continue. I know what my little like is. Sure. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's already in my tummy, so you should already know what you fed me. Great. It's the sound of the rain. Mm. It was raining today. It was raining so many times this week, too. It's been really nice. I've just been sitting here doing work, and when the rain is there, 
Makes me feel better. Also makes me tired. Mm. I like sleeping with the rain. Silver lining on both sides. It's yeah. good for working, good for sleeping, but good for both. Sadie. Bad for both, really. Well, that's yeah. That's the other, you know, there's the silver lining. But if you're in a in a bad it's the place, the flip side. Of yeah, it. if you're in a good place, you still see the silver lining. It's like, oh, well, I'm at my desk, but my bed's not too far away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you, I go first? Yeah. Uh, sure. My f- first thing is getting a haircut. I thought you were going to say peanuts. Why? I don't know. What? <laughs> Melissa, what about that made you think I was... There is no sound, the enunciation... I don't know. I just had this thought in my head. But Wouldn't it be where? funny if he said peanuts... And that was just a thought in my head. Now, and to, if you said peanuts, that would have been the greatest. That would have been great. To be fair, yesterday, after we ate dinner, I, I could not stop laughing because we can see the kitchen from the couch and Melissa had asked me to just pick up the dishes and I immediately just broke down crying uh, because I explained to her, wouldn't it be the funniest thing if I just hucked these dishes into the kitchen? Um, making like because I it pictured the whole thing and it would be such a waste of bowls those are my favorite bowls that we have mm-hmm. it would but it would just like the commitment to do that if it was other bowls and we were like you weren't having no. a bad oh yeah. oh for sure if you weren't having a bad week okay. oh my god yeah there's no fair. way I threw like a quarter of my birthday cake out one time yeah he did do that there's not there's nothing stopping me yeah that's fair except for love I guess Love really ties me down. Wow. It also frees you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I thought that, but sometimes, you know, when you have those weird thoughts that just come in your head and you're like, wow, it's almost like a deja vu thing. Yeah, but usually I experience deja vu as deja vu and not like that. I, I'm not trying to anyway, undermine. It's fine. Continue. Okay. Tell us about haircuts. I'm sorry I made us go on that tangent about peanuts. It wasn't about peanuts. But you do like peanuts, so... Um, yeah, I do. They're okay. Yeah, they're they're alright. They're not, uh... They're not, uh... What is this show called? They're not W.L. Sassy worthy. Maybe a little like if I'm really going to town on them, but... Beer nuts. I don't understand what those are. They're just like candy-colored peanuts. Are they? Yeah. I don't... They're delicious. I'm sure I've had them. They're salty and sweet. Crunchy. Yeah, but some of those cashew clusters that we have. Yeah, but... Mm-hmm. Those are so much better. I would prefer those. Oh, yeah. What about those haircuts? <laughs> uh, well, it's it's kind of like the whole experience, you know? I definitely need a haircut soon. And the hair keeps going in my face. And if I take a shower, I can, like... When my hair dries, it does this thing. It does, like, I have perfect anime hair. Where it just covers one eye, but and now that it covers one eye, I can really be like, oh, this is how people see through that because you just can, uh, because one eye, the other eye will just take care of it for you. Um, but yeah, I my hair is getting real annoying, and uh, my hair is also currently uh, blue and red, uh, so I'm kind of on the fence as to when I want to cut it because when I cut it, I'm probably gonna recolor it. <laughs> And that's like a whole thing, and it's like, well, it's kind of... The color's still really good. Yeah, I don't understand it. Because um, I think I did this in September, and it's... No, August. Beginning of August I did this. It's full two months. Um, 
might be just a good idea to get it trimmed and then wait and then get it colored the next time. Oh, yeah, that's absolutely a possibility. Um, but yeah, so that's, yeah, I just, I need a haircut. And it's just, there's, I'm sure there must be some people that have had, like, the worst haircut experiences ever. And I know for the longest time, too, um, when I used to go, like, even in Peterborough, when I used to go get a haircut, I kept jumping around to different haircut places because I never had a good haircut, really. I never really enjoyed a haircut. Uh, and then we found Diana. Diana, right? The A's at the end. Um, uh, and they work at the Unicorn uh, Studio Salon, which is on George Street. I always get those mixed up with water. Um, they're really great. Unicorn Salon is amazing. Um, and they had, like, the, I went there. Uh, I can't remember who went there first. Was it Allie? Was it Aaron? You? Was it just you? Damn. Uh, yeah, you went there and your hair was fabulous. And then you went to Europe and then I got my hair done there. Mm-hmm. And I, we've only been going there since. And then I keep, every time I go see them, they always say, um, oh, your friend sh- uh, showed up, and then they tell me about how my friend talked about me or something. It was always a thing, because like Aaron went, I think Allie went. Um, anyways, just but it's the best place. Yeah, it's a really good place. Uh, but the whole point is that getting a haircut is so it's such a it's such a good experience. Even when I get a haircut that I didn't enjoy, just like. For me, I always got short haircuts, so I have no idea what that experience is like for people with longer hair. Like, when you had longer hair and you went for trims, you look like, if, if beforehand, relatively, if relatively beforehand, when you had long hair and went to go get a haircut, you looked like you were on the verge of death, you would come out as if, like, you just punched God in the mouth and told him no. <laughs> like, and, and so I don't know the experience with having long hair, but every time I've had, oh, if you want to comment on that, please do. I was just going to say, I've had, like, a complicated relationship with haircuts, mainly because they take forever for me. Mm. Even when and I... And they cost $100 minimum. Yeah. Like, when I had sh- longer hair, it took forever because my hair is really thick. Mm. So I really takes... liked your longer hair. I liked your hair all the time. It's just, like, you've had short hair for a while now, and it's like, mm. But, like, that's a whole process, and well, it's... Well, I've been growing it. No, I know. But this is what I'm talking about. I still do. And then I get bored, so I cut it short again. Um, But, yeah. Having long hair is hard when you have thick hair. Even with my short hair, the way it is now, it still takes forever. Mm. Because it's so... You have to get through layers and figure it out. And Diana knows how to... like, Like, I'm sure there are lots of people that know how to cut hair. They know what's good, though. Yeah. So they do it right. Diana's amazing. But yeah, it's like, yeah, it takes forever. There's lots of layers, and so I don't know. I like getting a haircut, but also it's like when you spend like so many hours sitting there. Yeah. It can it can be draining. It can be a problem. Especially when you get your hair dyed too. It takes a long time. So yeah, I only have experiences with short hair and getting so. The best thing about having short hair, especially when you're cutting it. Um, Shaving down the sides with like the clippers, and they put like the different. Uh, they have that like little buzzer thing, but they put like that that guard on it so it doesn't like shave into your skin. 
Um, that always cuts your hair short, and that always feels nice. And if they know what they're doing, they're not pulling any hairs. And then all of a sudden, you feel more wind and air on your scalp. On your yeah, your scalp and your skull. Um, and that feeling goes away within like a day or two. But it's because your hair was in the way. Your scalp is now like, oh, I could breathe, and it feels so good. And then they go in with like that small trimmer thing that like the entire way. And then they'll like touch it and like carve out like a straight line on the back like the back of your neck oh, and yeah. make everything nice. nice and neat and that that always like from a child up until maybe like four years ago that consistently gave me goosebumps it still feels good but i don't know what happened to the goosebumps i'm really upset about that um and then um like you can there is this whole thing um when when people figured out dineural audio i think that's what it's called um I saw like a, a small boom of these videos that you can like listen to online like on YouTube and they did the audio like left and right properly and there was one where they did like a virtual haircut and he did like the, sciz the scissors like all around your head and it would it felt listening to this felt like you were getting your haircut even though you clearly weren't you were just wearing headphones that's weird it's so cool um, but the fact that they can emulate that, the fact that you can play like the exact sound with appropriate microphone to pick it up, like from the left and right, um, and a part of the virtual heads, uh, the virtual haircut video, there's one part where like it's just like some Italian guy or whatever, just like classic barber, I don't know nonsense, and he's like, so at the beginning we first we put a paper, we put a plastic bag over your head, and then you hear the bag over your head, and it's and he just takes it off, and he's just like, that is just what we do the first thing for a virtual haircut because they're just like showing you other things to make you realize like how cool it is um and it's just it's just a cool experience but the whole fact that like i felt the same way getting that haircut uh virtually as i do normally it was just like what a way to pull on that sensation and feeling so it's a sound thing mainly yeah and well it's a sound thing that connects to the feeling and because that sound that sound is so unique and so powerful that i can get a similar feeling just listening to a really good audio of it that's just incredible to me um and then yeah usually i used to go to places and not get a really good hair haircut and like tip a couple bucks and round up and i would always be polite there's always there's so many memes about it where it's just like hey everything look okay and then the person sitting in the chair just has like <laughs> it looks like they died three days ago because they're just like yes yeah it's okay it's yeah. fine um but now i tip diana like five to eight bucks and she's just like what's going on well not really because that's how tips work um but i feel like i do that because i don't like tipping and that's a whole other story even though i do now pretty much all the time um but yeah no and then you walk out and the air just feels so cold no matter how hot it is uh and you like i like i know it has to feel different for everybody but your head feels light and you just feel fresh and cool and you want to just go out and be seen and nobody likes being seen the yeah you do feel like that yeah it's like you powerful. you just want to go out and do things and especially as like people like we are like um we're very i don't know i feel like it's a weird thing to try and describe it this way but like extrovert like we're both we definitely have the moments where we want to go out and be loud and get like party and do whatever and then 
more than half the time we just want to be home and away from everybody but getting a haircut just overrides everything you want to do things i want to call people and just be like hey come look at me come do this later and it's just great and yeah just getting a haircut i'm very excited i need to go get one it's, I've been thinking about it for a while. Every time I have to do all my classes online, my headset doesn't keep my hair back, so I constantly have to like go get a hat or just like turn my video off and just like it like to my hair just to make sure it's out of the way. And I'm just so excited to do that. And it's just haircuts are so good. <laughs> yeah, it is a really big confidence boost. And yeah, you're right. It makes you feel good too. It makes you feel nice. Yeah. Nice for the right price. That's the new haircut slogan for you. Yep. It sure is. That That's actually a pretty good slogan. Nice I... for the right price with a few slices. A few slices of hair. <laughs> what's your, what's your uh, first like? Well, wouldn't you like to know? weather boy <laughs> let me just wind up this next throw for you. <laughs> are you ready open yeah. your mouth wow. <laughs> oh no he's choking on it it's too big you were right to choke on it because my thing is big it's huge it's fam expo I can't wait till we can record these when you're not dying, but it's still pretty fun. What do you mean? This is just what I'm like. Normal. Hello. <laughs> I wish that you could see the way Brendan is looking at me right now. I'm yep, sorry. Do, my... you, do you want me to be less weird? No. Okay. But my nose was flared quite heavily. Tell me about Fan Expo. I love Fan Expo. Um... Yeah, so Fan Expo happens in Toronto. I guess why I thought about it was because we couldn't go this year because of COVID. <coughs> well, Fan Expo... And, oh, Fan Expo would have been the beginning of September, you're right. Yeah, and it was cancelled this year because of COVID. Yeah, as it should oh, be. There's yeah. no way. <laughs> of course! <laughs> oh, But yeah, it was like that, plus other conventions that I really like going to, like TCAF. Did we talk about... I think we mentioned TCAF before, how it was cancelled too. I was going to say TCAF, but then I thought we talked about it. Ah, I'm sure, whatever. Anyway, so I like going to conventions, and I like... And I like looking at stuff. So that's why I really like Fan Expo. Also, I really like dressing up um, and cosplay. So that's another really fun thing. So it happens in Toronto. Um, it is a four-day event, usually Thursday through Sunday. Um, typically held the weekend before Labor Day. And it's at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. Um, and it happens there every year. I saw one here that in 2013... No, 2016, there was 131,647 people that attended. Yo. Which is a lot. Yeah, I do miss going to conventions. Yeah. Um, originally showcasing comic books, science fiction, fantasy, and film television and related popular arts, Fan Expo Canada has expanded over the years to include a larger range of pop culture and fandom elements such as horror, anime, manga, animation, toys, collectible card games, 
video games, web entertainment, etc. The convention is the largest of its kind in Canada and among the largest in the world, filling the entire north and south buildings of the Metro Toronto Convention Centre and, as I said, over 130,000 attendees in 2016. I'm curious because I know <coughs> we. Excuse me. That's all right. We have a um, like we also have a Comic Con, but our fan expo dominates Comic Con, mm-hmm. and I'm curious to know what like Emerald City Comic Con or, or San Diego Comic Con what their numbers are like. I'll look that up. You you continue talking. Um. So I only started going to fan expo a few years ago. But one of my favorite things about it is definitely seeing all the different cosplays. Um, Because people go all out, and it is amazing professional quality cosplays. Um, Also, it's just really fun to see people dressed up as your favorite characters, and almost like your favorite characters have come to life. Um, Yeah, that's all good. sometimes you see people dressed up in costumes that, like, you would never expect to see. Or they're like really fun takes on an idea. Like last year we saw someone as Gandalf and Marion Pippin right yeah. when they got um, into the fireworks. And so Marion Pippin had all like the um, ash on their face and they were like sort of like their hair was all blown out. Like they just like um, got a bunch of firework dust. Like like uh, so like, like explosion. What is that word? Why are we smoke? Smoke? Not smoke. Um I don't know what you're trying to say. Uh, there's the a smoke? Uh, s- Soot. Soot, thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, so it was just like a really fun take on that costume. Um, we've seen a lot of really cool ones. Um, last year, I went as Blue Diamond. Yes, and there was a lot of great people that came up to you and did the whole diamond uh, greeting and was like, my diamond. Yeah, it, that was, was really, really cool. it was really cool. It's really fun when people recognize your costume. Um, Brendan and I have gone as Mabel and Dipper from Gravity Falls the yeah. first year we went together. That was exciting, which uh, our friends uh, went as, uh, what was it? Um, it was uh, the, the alternate universe uh, Batman and Thomas Joker. Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne yeah. uh, in the universe where uh, Bruce Wayne got shot instead. And Martha went insane, and Thomas just was like, well, I guess that's it for crime, and started shooting people. So he's the Batman with guns. Uh, and anyways, that's that's neither here nor there. That was just a good costume. I liked our costume, too, because we had the book, and I had the hat, and the orange shirt. I made the sweater. Yeah, the fact that you made the sweater was so cool. Yeah, and my brother was Robbie. Yes. And which I made that sweater also, but which I, was nuts. I still have it. Yeah. And then there was that one time we went as um, Langtree and Jimmy B. Yeah. And everybody thought you were just cool looking, because you were. And everybody was like, I know where you're from. And I'm like, I promise you, you don't. Yeah. And I'm nobody just got wearing it. fuzzy legs. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> we got like fuzzy material, I guess it was like for a carpet. And we yeah. just, Melissa did her best to fashion pants out of it. Yeah. And it worked. But like that costume was just like fancy upper body like with suspenders and like a, a nice striped shirt and gorilla legs mm-hmm. together it worked really well it did. they were really we cute. looked nice it's just everybody was like oh i know where you're from and they're like and they kept... once we told them though a lot of people were like oh that's good but yeah and then they would leave in that same kind of yeah. they're like oh yeah yeah and speaking of obscure costumes the following year i went as the 80s guy from futurama which i have talked about on this show yes. before and you went as Scruffy, the janitor. 
Yes, and then which we met more a, people knew. And we met a Leela and uh, a Fry, Fry, which was very exciting. And there was that one year. Oh, the year you went as uh, Blue Diamond, I went as um, the, the guy. Mayor. Yeah, the mayor from Gravity Falls at the very end, who's always just like, get him, get him. Um, and that was really funny too, because I wore the shortest of shorts, and I still have them. They're actually pretty comfortable. They're good shorts. Um, but yeah, I I just really enjoy Fan Expo um, for all the reasons I've already outlined. Um, but plus, um, Brendan and I always find fun things to buy. Um, a lot of artwork. If you've ever been to our apartment, don't know why you would have been, but I've been here. <laughs> someone who's been here before uh, and you listen to this show, hello. Um, you know our apartment is plastered with artwork that we most of it we've got from Fan Expo and Artist Alley, which is my favorite part of yeah. Fan Expo. Artist um, Alley is the best. Those people are so talented, um, and it's just really fun to get like little knickknacks and like little things that people make, um, stickers. There was that one time that you found uh, the the person that was selling mini canvases, and one of them was the eighties guy. Yeah. They, like, painted it, and it was just so good and crisp that I had to buy it. I think we talked about that before, because I'm pretty sure you talked about the 80s guy I before. I did, yeah, yeah, I talked about the 80s guy. Um, yeah, I bought a lot of things from Fan Expo, a lot of great things. Um, spent a lot of money, but worth it. Ain't that the way. Ain't that the way. Well, yeah, I, I remember when I first went to Fan Expo, I was still living with my mom and having... Uh, like basically a full-time job but no real responsibility so like i could afford to spend like two to three hundred dollars and then that slowly shrunk till i think the last time we went i spent like 60 mm-hmm. um but even so like yeah we usually, have no space for anything so yeah it's but like... it's, and like we still have a we, I, we have that bag of posters that are just sitting in the closet because we can't hang them up not because of the space we can hang them up but it's like there's no there's no point right now we might as well wait yeah, what, what, what was your favorite time at Fan Expo so far? I'm thinking of it already. My favorite time? Yeah. You're thinking of my favorite time? I think so. When I met Tom Kenny? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Why are you saying it like that? Like, why are you thinking of this? The thing that you're going to think of is wrong. But it's exactly this. Yeah. Well, when I met Tom Kenny, it was very special. Yes. Um, I waited in line for a while, but um, I got a video made of him and I, and uh, essentially you could pay to get like a picture with him, or you could pay to get a video, which wasn't that much more, so I was like, yes, I'll take the video. And then he was like, what voice do you want me to do? And I said, the Ice King, because I love Adventure Time. As we've talked about on this show previously, um, Tom Kenny is also the voice of Spongebob, if you don't know. Um, But What else does he do? He was in something. A lot of stuff. Uh, no, I know it's like a lot of like a lot of stuff. I just thought he was in something recently that we were like, isn't that him? Uh, Maybe it doesn't so matter. Literally so many. I things. know. I'll go um, yeah. So he um, basically um, did the Ice King voice and called me the coolest princess in all of Ooh, um, which is where Adventure Time takes place, um, and then he gave me a hug, which was really nice. Um, and it was just like really nice and he actually took time to like talk to me and we like you know hung out for a short couple of minutes wasn't very long obviously because there was more fans waiting Um, but just having that little personalized video message 
Um, it is just really special. And I watch it sometimes now and I'm like, wow, that really happened. Like when I was up there, because like you have to go up like on the stage yeah. where they're stand where they're sitting, like on this like kind of raised platform oh where God. they sit. And it's so, just like a surreal thing. Yeah, no, I'm looking up his thing. He was um Hefe from Rocco's Modern Life. Heifer, sorry. Uh, he was also Raymundo from Shaolin Showdown, which I hope you know. Oh I have to make you watch that. It's such a good animated show. Anyways, it's just it has one of the best bad guy villains. Um, oh no, what's his name? Just keep going. I've lost it. It's fine. Okay. Anyway, all I was going to say was that was a really special time. Um, and yeah, it was really nice to meet a celebrity who was really nice and cared about his fans. At least it seemed that way. And I had a really fun time that year. Yeah. And yeah. Fan Expo is just a great time. There's a lot of celebrities there. Um, it is pretty pricey. Um, yeah, is it like 60 bucks to get in? On like Saturday. Saturday. Um, so depending on what day you go, it's less expensive. But um, I don't know if you want to like spend the day looking at people dressed up in fun costumes. Or honestly, you could just go and sit outside of the... Um, Metro Convention Center and you just can see, see everybody. See a bunch of people. It's really fun to people watch on um, convention days because people just go all out. Like it is amazing. I remember this one time I saw this guy in a Sauron um, costume. Oh. It was like the full armor, and he had this like person. I guess it was his assistant following behind him carrying. Was it the, the mouth of Sauron? No. It was Sauron from, like, the beginning of the movie. No, I meant, his, like, his assistant. I, no, his assistant was not the mouth of Sauron. His assistant was a woman wearing a nice outfit um, and carrying a small rolling briefcase, I assume filled with glue and various other things <laughs> to fix the stuff. And she was carrying his helmet in her other hand because I guess it was just really hot and heavy. I see. And I as see. he walked, there was like the click noise of like the Oof. metal on the ground because he had these like boot covers that were like kind of spiky on the end. Mm. It was just a really cool costume. I've seen a group that was like really big. I don't know. I've seen a lot of good things there. It's one of my favorite things about going. It's just looking at people's costumes. Yeah, and you're like you get you you've gotten super into making costumes too, which is very exciting. We should. Um, I know a couple of people that do like proper like proper cosplay, and I mean that in the Wednesday, in the sense that like they go and like go to meetups and do all these things and do photo shoots and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, they I, like I know that they can get like specific material that is really good for like keeping shape if you want to make like shaped armor and stuff mm. and yeah. I yeah that would be really cool I'd love to do that if we had more space I would yeah start my own little studio and start making stuff but I don't have space to do that I know. like even if I made armor where would I put it mm-hmm. maybe one day of course anyway. well you're miss money bags now well, Full time, two jobs, two classes, one job. Oh, ain't <laughs> that the way? What's your next thing? Um. Oh, before we move on, because I don't want to cut off like another thought. Um. Um. Jack Spicer is the bad guy in. 
my gosh. Okay, we're moving no, on. No, no, no. But... There's two things. Jack Spicer is the bad guy in Shaolin Showdown, and he's the, one of the best bad guys I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, everyone should watch that show. That I'll, I'll obviously I'll have to refresh my memory and then talk about this at a later date. Also, Fan Expo, like you said, had like generally their highest is 130,000 people. San Diego Comic Con is only 160,000. That's nuts. Yeah. Because San Diego Comic Con is the like is that the... is the Comic Con. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. So my second thing is what is known as slice of life animes. Because that's very specific. Um, it covers a lot. Well, it does. There's a lot of Slice of Life animes out there. Yeah, because... Uh, so, I looked up Slice of Life, um, just in general, just to see what the world had to say. Um, let me see what this says. Oops, that's the button for anime. So, uh, the definition. Slice of Life describes the depiction of mundane experiences in art and entertainment. In theater, Slice of Life refers to, excuse me, naturalism. While literal, literary parlance, it is a narrative technique in which a seemingly arbitrary sequence of events in a character's life is presented, often lacking plot development, conflict, and exposition, as well as often having an open ending. Um, and for me, I don't know, something... So, in anime... Um, it's, it's taken more in the sense of, like, what's like sort of like a melodrama than like an actual like proper drama and like I had to look up what melodrama meant but it's it's more like that's a word like what is that um so uh apparently in this person's book Robert E. Brenner's 2007 book Understanding Manga and Anime um holds that in anime what that's a real book is that what we're talking is that what you made that I, I, I don't know who is this man I cannot click his name, so I will never know. Okay. Well, just... Okay. I'm just describing. I will get to the I, main... I, I understand. It's just... Yeah. What? Everything's in art. No, I know. It's just the l- validity of this person's opinion. Uh, no, I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> well, 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 no. What'd you bring up that weird? It's fine. Continue. I want to know. This is our show now. <laughs> oh. Tell me what you're thinking about. Anyways. No. It is kind of weird. Can you tell me what that book is called again? Understanding Manga and Anime. It is kind of weird that that man's name sounds incredibly Western. Yeah. Is that what you were going on? Yeah. Oh, trust me, I was not above that. I didn't want to make, like, a judgment on him in case that wasn't true. We can Uh, make that, like, it is not uh, a jab at this man if we are making that judgment uh, superficially. We can look up them and be like, oh, this... It's kind of like a thing that's like a problem with like scholarship in general, where like scholarship is very like centralized to... Eurocentric. Yeah, well, it's just like English stuff gets published a lot and read by people who speak English. Mm -hmm. So like there's a lot of scholarship that goes unread. So it just like is weird to me that a book by that man is called understanding manga and anime and also like how can you be the authority on that like that it's probably not the authority but i do understand but like he got it published (laughs) there's something there hey it could be self-published Okay, I don't think it would be I in know. the Wikipedia. Unless he edited the Wikipedia. <laughs> Who's the editor of that we'll Wikipedia see. article? So, 
Uh, slice of Life is a genre that is more akin to melodrama than drama, bordering on absurd due to the large number of dramatic and comedic events in very short spans. Uh, the author compares it to teen drama such as Dawson's Creek or The O.C. Uh, the genre claims a large section of Japanese manga market, uh, of the Japanese manga market, and usually focuses on school and interpersonal relationships. An unusual slice of life narrative is the characteristic of... Um, Oh, that's it's just giving an example uh, of Sorceress Stabber Orphan light novel series where a realistic human reaction to supernatural circumstances is depicted by the author. I will look that up later because that sounds pretty funny, but I, I'm not entirely sure what that means. So yeah, the real the whole idea, the reason I wanted to read that was that it's it's the idea that like it's it's like this com this sorry this this kind of. Uh, interpersonal drama uh that happens that that it's just it's just their lives unfolding mm-hmm. and it's just it's very exciting to kind of watch it it's, it's like the basis of watching anything like that but it, it happens in a very dramatic way that makes the mundane very fun and exciting and it does make me very happy to watch this and be like yeah it is like I can look back on my own life and be like, yeah, that is fun. That is that is very silly and stupid. Um, and like a lot of the things I usually watch usually have like, they don't always, but they normally have like a really nice love story and I've already fallen in love. So like, I'm never going to experience that again. It's like, Aww. it's very cute, but it's like, that's where I get my kicks because I can't I'm not going to go find somebody else to fall in love with I've done that I'm not doing that again but it's like I'm not going to go through that those steps and it's very cute to just watch other people do it my one issue is generally that the, the things that I usually like and find center around like high schoolers because that's just how the genre it's a pretty classic anime it, setting. well it is a class it's cl- well the oc and everything that was basically high school up until college yeah, gossip girl exactly so it's not like too weird it is kind of weird in the sense that like sometimes you get characters that are sexualized um because it's easy to do that in animation especially well i wouldn't say especially japanese animation but like it, it's a lot easier to the get style of anime is... yeah it kind of lends itself to that um, it doesn't have to. And you're right, but yeah. But there are a lot of things that... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, one of my favorites we talked about, uh, which was the sound... Uh, no, the shape of sound? Shape. Or silent voice. Shape of voice. Shape of voice. I always get that mixed up. There's um, multiple names for it, isn't there? I, I think there's two, and I always get, like... I always intertwine them. But, like, that was technically Slice of Life, because it's just, like, this guy living his life and figuring out like the plot is him just trying to apologize to this girl and that's like that's how the plot happens there's no action there's no nothing right now i'm watching the show called toradora uh it's the whole goof is that the main character is this guy whose father i don't know how he died but his father apparently was like a gangster and he's not a gangster but he he basically inherited like the demeanor of his father so everybody thinks he's gonna kill someone and it's a running joke every classmate every time he does something they're just like oh god uh and even like the teachers he went to the he went to one teacher he didn't like fill out like a a form that was like um hey you gotta figure out what you want to do in life 
uh, and he didn't fill it out. So like they called him down to like the teacher's lounge to talk to him, and he was like, "What are you? What's going on?" And she was like, "Well, you're supposed to fill this out. You, you, you didn't fill this out. So if if you could just do that, you can do that later. It's okay if you need more time." Uh, and like it's just so silly and goofy. And it's like that's pretty great. And he like just butts head with uh, a girl there that they call her the the uh, palm top tiger because she's so small. She's probably like four ten. Uh, but like the first time they like physically meet, he doesn't understand because he's generally a nice guy, and he's like, oh, oh, ah, uh, oh, maybe I should. Oh, I get it, because like he hears people calling her Pom Top Tiger, and he's like, "Oh yeah, she is small." Well, I wonder. Well, I could just explain, and then he just gets he just gets punched in the chin, and like that's like that's how they meet, and like he is in love with a girl in the class, and she is in love with a boy in the class, and they like get together, and they're like, "Well, let's help each other out," and it's very like she's very like, "Well, no, you're gonna help me because you're a stupid idiot." And I need your help. And it's very like, well, you clearly just need a friend, and it's very cute. Um, and it's getting it like, it. I kind of didn't want it to go down this route. Uh, it's it's starting to be clear that like them spending time together, like they might still have affection for the people that they like claim to in their class, but like they're clearly just falling in love with each other. And it's like, yeah, I knew this was gonna happen, but like it would it would have been cool if they still like went after the people like you don't see a lot of people just remain friends and that's like a whole other thing in in shows and media and stuff but it's really fun uh, there was that one time on a previous episode i was i was talking about love something uh love delusions and chinebio or something no love chinebio and other delusions or something and oh, I was, yeah yeah i was describing that where it's just this kid who's trying to be normal uh, because he he went through that like grade six phase where you think that like you're magical and you have powers and like he made all these tools and he like wrote all these like stupid comics and he like hid them away and stuff and he meets this girl in like seventh or eighth grade who's still going through this phase um, and then like he reluctantly becomes friends because it's like I gotta help I gotta help her I, I gotta do something also she might embarrass me because she knows about my past and she might bring it up to people so now I'm stuck and then you get roped into a bunch of things it's just cute and fun it's just it's just watching these people grow up and then there was that I think there was that movie I'm coining I'm, I'm grouping it in um, there's that movie Erased no it's not a movie it's an anime show it's like a 12 episode anime on Netflix it's called Erased uh, this kid basically just has the chance to relive some of his grade school days. Uh, I think it's like grade five or six. Um, and as an adult, he was kind of a loner. Uh, but he gets transported back and like is reliving these days. And he's like really doing his best to, to, to have friends now. And it's just really cool to see all those like relationships pan out. Uh, and like the running joke in that one is that like every time he does something, um, like he is like a 10 year old, uh, but he's like, well, no, I'm 29. So every once in a while, he'll say, like, say something out loud. Not like weird or gross, but he'll be like, he'll he'll basically speak his mind because he, he's usually alone. And he'll say things out loud and like everybody in the class is like, did you just say that? Like, oh my God. And it would, it would just be great. Um, again, it's not gross. There was one time um, where... No one was saying it was gross. No, well, this this time he he was like, he felt that the girl in his class was very cute. And he was like, aw, she is cute. And he was like, 
dude, shut the, shut up. You're 29. Get out of here. Like he was just like, you're, you're not supposed to be here. Don't be weird about it. Let's just keep, like, keep going. And that's what I mean. Cause again, there's a real easy way for anime I've found to kind of sink into just like doing weird sexual things and just like throwing it away like it doesn't matter but the fact that it's it's really weird yeah i don't want to talk about that oh, i'm not talking about it i'm just addressing it and saying that this doesn't do that it's very nice but yeah there it's just something about it's something about like living those days that i i physically can't do again um and it doesn't ha- you don't have to be young to do it but it's, it's just like, it, yeah, it's those, like, I'm not, I'm not going to go through the awkward moments of being friends with Allie anymore. I, I, we had a whole year. I think, she, I can't remember what bad thing happened in her life, uh, but everybody moved away for university. Um, she was still in town. I was still in town. Um, and every day, she, uh, I, it was just like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, I'm already, ha- I'm already biking down the way. And we would just hang, we hung out for like a whole year. And that's basically why we're still friends. Other than the fact that we like each other and it's fun to be around each other. You know, the classic things. Yeah. Uh, but like, I'm not going to. Yeah, just regular friend stuff. You know, friends, friends. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to have those same experiences. So like watching all these shows is just very fun. And it's, it's just my favorite thing to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, and that it, is really interesting to me, namely because you don't like watching those types of shows. I don't like it people. when it's real life. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I hate it when so it's re- weird. Well, because when it's when it's in an anime, it, you, you get more of the comedic value. The the way anime cuts. See, I'm like opposite. I like mm. I like prefer watching it with real people versus watching it in anime because I find anime like, to be too, too unrealistic. In, yeah, in the fact that like. I don't know. The way people react to stuff sometimes is just too wild that it takes me out of it. I see. Whereas, like, in real life, most with real people, it's mostly more grounded in that reality, which is, like, I watch it for a similar reason that you do, but it has that reality that, mm-hmm. like... I, I feel like shows like uh, Avatar and things like that, they're a perfect balance because they still have those reactions or those those scenes where it's like this is so ridiculous and you have all the characters reacting in such like a violent way but it's not all the time or too over the top so i know i know exactly what you mean but i think i think that's the problem with like shows in real life because well it's not even a problem because i do enjoy real life shows um so yeah i don't know something about anime i think just growing up with anime made it made it much easier for me but yeah slice of life stuff if anybody knows to talk to me talk to me about them i was telling ali all about them right before what's your thing well sound effects (laughs) sorry well it's related to sound effects (gasps) maybe it's related to many things okay as you may know it's october 1st today not the day this is going to be broadcasted but the day we are recording it. Yep. You know what happens at the end of October? It becomes November. <laughs> Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. You know what this means, though. Halloween. You've done Halloween. I can do it multiple times <laughs> if I want to. Because I love Halloween. It's related to costumes, which I've already talked about. Mm-hmm. It's related to fun, which I've talked about. It's related to things you love, which, which I is like. <laughs> um, Halloween. 
is a great time. Um, I'm also talking about it because I'm sad that it is... Um, it's a bad time outside. Yeah, and I don't think we'll be able to have a party like we normally have. Um, I love Halloween. I love dressing up. I love having parties. Um, some facts about Halloween is that it started some 2,000 years ago when Celtic people in Europe celebrated the end of the harvest and the start of a new year in a festival called Sowin, which is spelt like Samhain, but apparently it's pronounced Sowin. Cool. Um, That's Celtic, right, you said? Yeah. It was also a time of communing with otherworldly spirits with big bonfires lit in the honor of the dead. And this, of course, is on a good housekeeping article, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. Um, in addition to honoring the dead, the um, Celts also believed that um, the spiritual presence on Samhain, sorry, immediately, Samhain, is so hard to pronounce. When you look at it, it does not look like it's spelled like that. Looks like Sam Hine. Oh, but buddy, it's yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Good luck. Um, so yeah, so they believe the spiritual presence on Samhain made it easier for Celtic priests to predict the future. They'd build bonfires and burn crops um, as sacrifices to Celtic gods, and yeah, there's also like a lot of other things. There's like about Roman influence and Christian influence on on Halloween, um, but apparently it started then, and of course, the Christian tradition of All Hallows' Eve, or the day mm-hmm. before Saint's Day, is how we sort of get towards Halloween as the actual name of the festival. Um, also, I really like on this one um, Wikipedia article, it says Halloween activities include trick-or-treating, and then it brackets, it says, or the related guising or souling. You have to explain that one to me. Okay, so guising is just another word for um, going door. It's it's in Scotland and Ireland. Guising is children going from door to door in disguise. So guising comes from disguise. And um, it's traditional and um, a gift in the form of food, coins, or apples or nuts for the Halloween party is given out to the children. That's what guising is. So similar to trick-or-treating. Cool. Um, And then souling. A soul cake, also known as a soul mass cake, is a small round cake which is traditionally made for Halloween, All Saints Day, or All Souls Day, to commemorate the dead in the Christian tradition. The cakes, often simply referred to as souls, are given out to soulers, mainly consisting of children and the poor, who go from door to door during the days of All Hollow Tide, singing and saying prayers for the souls of the givers and their friends. And I've never heard of that before. The practice in England dates to the medieval period and would continue there until the 1930s. Oh, I guess that people don't do it anymore. <laughs> that makes sense because I've never heard of it. That's um, pretty cool, though. Yeah, it's interesting. Halloween has a really cool history. I can't really get into it because of time constraints and also because I didn't do it as much research as I wanted to. Mm. Um, but there's a lot of really cool facts about Halloween and how it evolved over time from the kind of Celtic tradition to the Romans to um, Christ- more the Christian version, which is sort of when Halloween became Christianized and um, sort of more resemble today's um, 
customs. I wanted to also talk about this article that I found, which is, um, this is what the article is called. The Secret Steamy History of Halloween Apples. Go on. Would you like to know more? Please. Um, Bobbing for apples was um, a way that um, is like, I'm trying to think, what time was this? So, in earlier times, and I don't know, this doesn't say a time frame, but I'm just assuming it talks about colonization, so pretty long ago. Hmm. Um, Ain't that the way. Yeah. Because um, throughout Europe, apples, apple peels, and even pips, which I guess are apple seeds, have long been used to peer into the romantic future. And when early European colonists brought the first apple trees to North America as seeds um, in their pockets, these customs came with them. Bobbing for apples was one of them. In one popular version of the game, girls would secretly mark apples before tipping them into a barrel of water. Apples float as the girls' potential sweethearts duck to catch the fruit with their teeth. And future couplings were determined or foretold by whoever picked out the apple that was marked by the woman. Girls also continued the tradition of using apple peels to divine their romantic destiny. Every fall, communities in New England would prepare mountains of apples for the great kettles of apple butter that were put up for the winter. Sounds good. Apple butter is good. Sorry, not to derail that thought. That's fine. An eligible young lady would try to peel an apple in a single unbroken strip, toss the peel over her shoulder, and peer nervously to see what letter the peel formed on the floor. There's no, no. This was the initial of her future husband. That's no, no. That's what it says. There's, what, it's like that, okay, there's a really good vine where it's like the, the, the scenario is that when you turn like 16, the first words of your like true love is going to appear on your wrist and it said rack and it just shows the girl like growing up and not meeting anybody oh yeah and then it's the dog who comes out of the water and it's just like oh like there's no way because that could turn into anything yeah it's not gonna turn into an it's not gonna turn it's fun (laughs) first you have to peel the apple in one single peel and you have to tentatively just look over your shoulder. Yeah, uh-huh. you're nervous because you don't know what letter that's going to be. Um, the playful connection between apples and courtship reflects a more serious and ancient link between apples' fertility and a life without end. Okay. So I guess apples so you, have some connection to fertility. Well, and and, and if you get married because of the apple uh, being des- your destiny, you are immortal. And I guess that's how we get witches and vampires. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Should I keep talking about Halloween? Yeah, you have some time. Anything else that you don't have anything else that? Well, I do, but I didn't know. I kind of skipped over some things. I understand because of time constraints. We could make this a two-parter, or like honestly, like by the by the end of the month, we could just do like a whole Halloween episode. Yeah, I do love me some Halloween. I mean, I got some stuff I love about some Halloween. You do. Well, ain't that just the peach in the pie? The apple in the barrel? Well, I marked it. Can you find it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go right over yonder and I'm going to peel this (laughs) in one foul swoop. Foul? Foul swoop, sorry. Sure. Did you say foul? I said foul. (laughs) You take it how you want it. 
and I'll give you my one long string of peel. <laughs> I throw it over my shoulder. And, oh, it looks like the letter's there. Oh, what letter is that? <laughs> I imply uh, that 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 TikTok or Viner is probably a TikTok. It's very difficult to find, but if you could find it, it's really it's funny. so good. I've tried looking it up, and there's so many like I found compilations of that scenario. Yeah, but it's never the the right one. Yeah. Anyways, uh, thanks. Halloween uh, is great. Yeah, it is. Thanks to Matt Campbell for our background music. Thank you. Thanks to Trent Radio for still allowing us to do this, because this Thank is great. You. Um, Jill, if you're listening to this, I am so sorry that for the entire summer, and up until last week, I have been naming my files wrong and sending them in. Um, wow. Because all of summer, I guess it was fine and you just dealt with it, and now that it's stressful, you're just like, no, Brendan, fix it. You've been doing this all summer, and I haven't had the heart to tell you except for right now. Yeah. Uh, but thank you for telling me because I'm going to do that. I was always confused too because even in my folder, all the all the episodes are all over the place, and I was like, I guess this is what she wants, though. I guess it's fine. No I was so confused. That, I was so confused. Anyway. Anyways, thank you so much for listening. We will see Bye. you next week. Bye. No, I'm done. Go all the way. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>